All right, here we go. Here's the open segment. It's a great show. Once again, three main things on the show today that we do. The main thing, of course, is our tradition of the top sports moments of the year. Continuing on with that, uh, we go for about 26 minutes on that, including, of course, the honorable mentions. But before that, though, we do about 16 minutes on an NFL contender's blind resume guessing game. That was fun. And then after the top sports moments segment, we do a little over four minutes on the name game, a name game that is real or fake NBA players, um, given how many guys have been called up recently through the hardship exceptions out. So that was fun. And then at the very start of the show, of course, we hit on the Pats game from last Sunday against the Bills, power rank the AFC, do a little Steelers, Big Ben. And then at the very end of the show, we answer four questions from, from some of the friends of Clean the Boards before wrapping up with a college basketball update. Two notes here. First question from that I that I um, tossed to Max right off the bat for the Patriots was not good. Shouldn't have even tossed to Max knowing uh, the spot uh, that he was in. So um, as you know, the show is not it's not scripted at all. It's better that way, more authentic. People like it that way. It's it's just just how it should be. Quite frankly, you know, shouldn't shouldn't be scripted. But you know, perhaps uh, the, the the very first question, perhaps you know, self scouting. Maybe I should uh, from now on script out the very first question to get things rolling. And then note number two, um, listening back to it, I forgot to say what my number two sports moment of the year was. Uh, transition right from John's number two moment there in the rotation of Bijan, Max, Roe, John, me. Um, so I tra- transitioned from John's number two into our honorable mentions. Uh, and so my number two moment was actually um, Giannis taking over in the finals. That was a common one. Uh, you'll, you'll see that on the graphic. And the graphics, by the way, the honorable mentions and the top 25 moments as a whole, right? Top five from each of the five of us. Uh, those graphics will be posted later. Not sure what later means. Today, tomorrow, probably today, maybe. Um, and speaking of today and tomorrow, enjoy the college football playoffs today. Obviously, Bama, Cincinnati going on right now. Um, couldn't get to editing and uploading this um, sooner than I'd like to because, uh, you know, I had to make an emergency um, practice appearance for CC basketball. And, uh, you know, glad glad to have that opportunity. So that's why this is posted later on. So, yeah, Cincy and Bama going on right now. And then, of course, Michigan-Georgia, that should be a good one tonight. And then, of course, the Rose Bowl tomorrow, uh, Utah versus Ohio State. And, uh, yeah, on that note, Happy New Year. Thank you for everybody who's listened to us this entire year. It's been awesome. Thank you for helping us and growing growing the show, growing the program, growing the page. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. And, yeah, Happy New Year. Break. In the boards, show 116. I'm alongside here on Zoom. Max Topol, Rohit D'Souza, John Boyle, Moss and Barrett. We're going to start off with the Patriots today on the show. Two-game losing streak here. Uh, we saw last Sunday in Foxborough, they got outplayed by the Bills. Josh Allen was elite, played very well. Roe, you enjoyed the game because you had the Bills' money line. John, you're a hater of the Patriots. And Max, I believe I'm, you also... I'm not a hater of the Patriots. How am I? I'm a hater of Mac Jones. All right, cool. Um, That's you. And so we start with that. Max... I'm not sure how much you saw this game, but is this a cause for concern now that we've lost two straight games against teams who you would figure are in our way to reach the Super Bowl? Um, I actually did. This is like one of the first Patriots games I haven't really watched, so I really don't know how well we did, but I heard we beat it bad. During that bye week, kind of screwed us. All the momentum we lost. It was a little unfair for the bye week that the Colts also kind of got a bye week. Usually for the bye week, you know, one team has to play on Sunday and another team has actually week to prepare. But, you know, the Pats got screwed this year with that. They also got screwed with the actual game against the Cowboys, which was just for no reason. Uh, so, wait, you know, wait, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean got screwed? Everybody has an extra Everybody has an extra game. Yeah, but we got the Cowboys randomly. Right. Well, everybody from the AFC East played one team from the NFC East. It's a, it's a rotation every year. Yeah, I know. But, like, it was just randomly the Cowboys. So, I thought that was um, that was kind of a little fishy. Um what? And you know, you know, obviously the first loss of the year that's going to come back to haunt us as um, Miami, yeah. You know, as we would have that, uh, as we would have the tiebreaker of the Buffalo if we didn't lose to Miami. But um, so yeah, uh, honestly, you know, we're better. Are we? Aren't we undefeated on the road? No, six and one loss to the Colts. We're uh, about three and five at home, three and four. No, no, yeah. like two and really two and. Four. We're three and five at home. Three and five. Um, okay. Yeah, so, you know, honestly, I think it's not even a bad thing that we're going to be on the road. Um, I'm really confident that we can be the division winner of the AFC North, and I think they're going to be the four seed, the winner of that division. So I really hope we can uh, somehow get the five seed to close up a tough matchup this week. 
Um, so uh, I hope we play the Bengals or someone from that North because I think we'll definitely beat them. I'm really optimistic that we can beat any team uh, really besides the Titans and the Chiefs. But, but I think we would beat the Bills if we played them again. Um, circling back to that Bills game this past Sunday, we were pretty upset, John, after the game about how the defense didn't make any any stops. I kept thinking, wow, we don't have we didn't force any third and outs. And then you look up at the stats and there was actually zero punts at all. Um, and John, we mentioned Matthew Judon not existent. He had like one pressure, like one in like uh got to the quarterback and uh touched his arm to force the incompletion. But on that third and ten to McKinsey, where we needed to stop, you and I both saw how the left tackle made him go on his knees. Um, so Judon just wasn't wasn't a factor in that game. J.C. Jackson, our other pro bowler on defense, dropped an interception on, to start that last drive. But overall, I thought the correct team won. Unfortunately, on Sunday, the Bills, they were just better than us. And um, I know you aren't a fan of Mac Jones. Mac Jones wasn't great. He wasn't terrible either. I just thought it was the defense that was the main problem with this game. Has Mac Jones ever been great? No. So. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been great, but he's been he's been fine for what we need. I think he's been better than most of the quarterbacks. Average, yeah, yeah, he has been, but he's been average. Well, it's kind of what you expect. He's like flipping around an entire franchise, dude. He's like our team got rebuilt in like pretty much one two years. He's not flipping around an entire franchise. It's Helping, weird. doing better than Cam did. Yeah, we went seven and nine with Cam Newton, who had COVID, and we were good before he got COVID. But I I really hope you aren't spinning this in a comparing. Cam and Mac because it's no, two no. completely different teams and two completely different players. Ro, um, obviously you Bill's money line. At what point in the game did you think that you had it in the bag? Uh, at what point in the game? Right before it started. All right, kickoff, baby. You already know. We don't doubt that. We ride. We ride. We don't fade. We ride. That's a lock. That's a lock. I just knew Josh Allen in some good weather. No snow. No snow to help, to help Patriots out. It's a nice spot from the Pro Bowl. He has some, he has a chip on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was up with that? Why <laughs> is Josh Allen not a Pro Bowl? Bowl? How's that? Because Lamar Jackson just got lucky. I like Lamar Jackson. So I'm not, I'm not gonna be mad, but still. And my boy Diggs. Oh, my God. The third down play. Oh, my God. The end of the game. A little spin move. Five extra yards. You shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. You shut yeah. the fuck up. You, 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 you suck my dick. That's hilarious. I yeah. Like and that was after. People who only watch the highlights, they wouldn't understand that that was after a um he was battle he was going up with JC Jackson the play before and he wanted a PI call and he didn't get it in the end zone. And then the very next play, he beats JC Jackson over the middle for the touchdown and he does that celebration. So you know, yeah. First round fantasy pick, even though fantasy didn't go my way this year, still got show love. My boy Stefan. So John, you mentioned guys. how uh, you mentioned how the Patriots, you think we could beat the, the NFC, uh, the, excuse me, the AFC North winner, but you don't love our chances against the, the Titans and the Chiefs. How would you power rank the AFC, the AFC um, contenders right now? Um, so, yeah, I think the Chiefs are clearly the team to beat, in my opinion. Um, so I think they're one. I think the Titans are two because they can beat you with so many different ways. Fable's a really good coach. Uh, A.J. Brown, Julio, Derrick Henry is going to be back. I think they're clear, too. I would put Buffalo three. Um, you know, they're a contender. Their defense is really good. Josh Allen. And then four, I think the Pats that I would put at four. And then five, I would say, the like, the Bengals or whatever team from the north. And I still believe in the Steelers as a sleeper team. Um, so you're, you're ranking the Colts that low? Yeah, I don't really believe in the Colts. Um but, yeah, I, I believe in the Steelers still, which is kind of a hot take because they're probably not going to make the playoffs. Uh, they have a great defense, an experienced quarterback who is one last hurrah. And, you know, the AFC North is any team in that North can still win the division. Uh, so, you know, I think that they're all they're, – all the teams have division games, so all four of those teams are playing each other for the last two games of the season. Um, so, uh, you know, I do believe if the Steelers can win out they uh, and they get in, I think they can do some damage with T.J. Watt, who can have a strip sack, or and Cam Hayward and uh, Fitzpatrick, players that, like that who can make good plays in the playoffs. And even though Big Ben hasn't had a great year, and I think he's been overhated, I trust him and uh, even and a depleted a line. I think Najee can do a little bit. Deontay Johnson and Claypool uh, can maybe upset a team or two. 
you said he's been overhated. Um, what what game besides the second half of the Vikings game on Thursday Night Football did you see Big Ben play not horrifically? So overall, you know, he's he's had a passer rating of like 94, I saw for this year, which is about average. Um, so, and I don't know, see, you're just caught up in the media, which is saying he's hated. Um, but, you know, he has- No, I'm not, the, I'm not a media. I'm just asking you a question here. He doesn't throw picks. He has a pretty good completion percentage. I mean, he hasn't been bad in really a lot of the games. Um, against the Chiefs, obviously, you know, the defense let up 36 points. But, um, you know, I, I don't really think he played bad in any game. It's not like they beat Buffalo week one. Um, they, they've been in close games mainly for most of the season. And we forget they've had the hardest schedule in football too. So, so yeah, I, I think they can still make a late night run, a late, late season run. Um, all right. I'm just looking at his QBR real quick. Last three games, 15.4, 12.5, Um, Probably not great. Yes, you would agree? Yep. I mean, he, he went, what, 18 for 25 for 150 yards against the Titans and they won. I mean, they, if they ran it like the, amount, the same amount. Their time of possession was way, low, way lower. So against the Titans, like, he didn't play bad, I would say. Against the Vikings, again, uh, he had a, one of the best games of the season. And then basically you're just taking the Chiefs game where they all got killed. But I wouldn't really – I would say that the Chiefs are way better, so I would say that game is an outlier. Perhaps, although you did say that you that you you think they could go on a run, and a run wouldn't have to include you would think winning at Arrowhead, and they demonstrated they could not do that. Um, are you worried at all well, about his? Is if they win a game, I would say so. They wouldn't play at Arrowhead, probably. But... All right, sure. Um, whatever. The Steelers, I don't know. They are they are who they are. Um, as you mentioned, though, they do have a Monday night game against the Browns. The Browns actually could still win the their division, I believe. If the Bengals lose to the Chiefs, if they beat the Steelers, and then if they beat the Bengals next week um, to win that tiebreaker. I think we should segue into the, the uh, contenders' blind resume guessing game. I looked at the top 11 teams in terms of Super Bowl odds, and... Um, I created a quick one or two sentences on their resumes, and then you guys have to guess which team you think it is. And yeah, here we go. Um, this team has lost the Bears and the Jets, but has gone four and one in their division. They also have two wide receivers who already have a thousand yards and a defensive end who has 14 sacks. Is it the Saints? No, Saints are not a top 11 um, team. Lost the Bills. No, the Bills didn't lose to the Jazz. Nope, not the Bills. Lost the Jazz. Miami? Nope. It's not a Jerry Waddle, if I had it, maybe. Um, oh, uh, no. Oh, the Bengals did. Yes, the Bengals, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins. Yeah. And then they have uh, Trey Hendrickson. Am I pronouncing that right, John? Yep. Yeah, he's been really good for them. I'm surprised the Saints gave them up. He's had like a sack in the last 13 weeks, I think it was. But yeah, although John, so you mentioned, uh, we want to talk about each team here. You mentioned you aren't really scared of the Bengals as a team. <clears throat> um, for the Patriots, if you if it was Patriots at Bengals first first round match of Wild Card Weekend, what do you think the what do you think the spread would be? Well, that's a good question. Max Rowe, you guys bet too. Uh-huh. Would you say? Bengals minus one. Bengals, <laughs> Bengals, sure. Bengals, we minus one and a half. Five. Bengals first who? Would not be three point five. I'd say Bengals minus two and a half. Bengals home game. Bengals home game. Bengals minus two and a half. I'd say yeah. I Wait, who are the Bengals playing? A hypothetical of Patriots at Bengals wild card weekend. All right. Um. Minus three and a half. Minus two and a half. Minus two and a half, bro. You're over in the Patriots, bro. It's the Bengals. Joe Barrow. Rohit. Rohit. The Patriots are a public team. Yes. The Bengals aren't good at home, too. I think that I believe they're also. Yeah, but the Patriots aren't good anywhere. The Patriots are. Okay. The Patriots are undefeated besides one game away. Yeah, bro. It's a fact. All right. The Bengals. I know. Vegas wants to trap it. Yo, Vegas wants to trap it. They'd be four and a half. Yeah. Um, Trying to trap it. Watch it be four and a half. Would be surprised. Yeah, John, you mentioned the Bengals home games. I believe the game that comes to mind for me and probably for you is when the, the Chargers went there and beat them pretty handily. Although 
Although it really came down to kind of two plays, the Jamar Chase interception and the Joe Mixon fumble when the Bengals had momentum and he fumbled it and the Chargers took it in for six. Yeah. But All right, next one here, next blind resume. This team is 9-1 and one in their conference with that one loss coming in week one. They're 5-0 and oh in their division, have two running backs who have rushed for 700 yards, and have a defensive player of the year candidate. Packers. Packers? Nope. nope, not the Packers. Oh, is wow. it? Oh, fuck, I know who it is. I know who it is. Cowboys. Um, yes, Cowboys. That's not what you. I was going to say. <laughs> they have Pollard and Zeke, and then obviously they have the uh, the kid from Penn State there, um, Parsons. Micah like Parsons. Um, who do the Packers lose to? We'll get to the Packers later, but they lost to the Saints, the Chiefs, the Vikings. They lost the Vikings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you guys think that the Cowboys are a legitimate contender? Yes. Definitely. Yes, Super Bowl contender. Definitely, if they stay healthy. Yes. (laughs) All right. Does, again, I mentioned this before, probably six, eight weeks ago. Does Mike McCarthy being their head coach concern you, give you pause or hesitation, Ro? No. Big Mike, he's got this. Yeah, um, I think it does, but but having Kellen Moore, I think, is a big help as he's definitely going to be the next like big head coach uh, in the league. All right, I believe the Jaguars are interviewing him, right? Um, they also interview Byron Leftwich. Oh yeah, as John knows him as Byron Rightwich. All right, next one here. This team has losses to two teams who they who lead their respective divisions and play the other division leader in the conference this week. They also have two pass catchers who already have a thousand yards and a defense, which has allowed over 17 points just once in its last eight games. So defense rounding into form here. Two pass catchers, a thousand yards. Chargers? No. Chiefs. Yes, the Chiefs. Oh my God. Give me so Rose, Rose got two of them. Yes. Um, I just thought of uh, two reception leaders. Would you say like the Kelsey? two pass catchers? Yeah. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Um, So they're all set. I believe the spread for that game is – so they're at the Bengals. That's the other division leader. Obviously, they lost to the the Bills and the Titans, I think, in back-to-back weeks or something like that earlier in the season. Um, I think the spread is Kansas City minus six at this point. For the one seed, obviously the Chiefs have the inside track, but the Titans can still catch them um, because Kansas City has at Cincinnati and at Denver, and Tennessee has home to Dolphins and at Texans. So you you would figure that both the Chiefs and the Titans are going to be favored in these last four, but the Chiefs have a harder schedule. John, are you concerned that the Chiefs, your Chiefs, might slip up and not get the one seed? Um. I don't think it really matters, to be honest, um, because I don't think they're going to lose the first round no matter what. I think that really would uh, – oh, I think that would really be important for the Titans, especially if the Chiefs had to go into Tennessee to try to win that game. But um, I don't think it – honestly, it might even be a better thing for the Chiefs to play in the first round. Uh, but I, I still do believe that they will be the one seed. All right, yeah, the Titans could get, what, an extra week for uh, Derrick Henry to recover or something. Um, so there's that. All right, next one here, team number four. This team began the season 0-3, but has since earned wins over the 49ers, Bills, Patriots, and Cardinals. They have an MVP candidate and also lead the NFL with seven Pro Bowlers. Colts? Yes, the Colts are the answer there. They just beat the Patriots and the Cardinals there on that Saturday night. Seven Pro Bowlers. Jonathan Taylor is your MVP candidate there. I don't know if there's anything more we need to touch on. But, um, yeah, the Colts starting 0-3 to get to this point where they're the five seed and still the shot for the division, although it's very unlikely, has been an impressive job by Frank Reich. Um, Our next team here, Um, starting in week five on Thursday night football, this team has two different four-game win streaks with a three-game losing streak in the middle of them. They have a record-breaking wide receiver and a defense that has two big names. Rams. Yes. Another win for John there. By the way. What's that? Von Miller's overrated. He hasn't done anything. He's so overrated. He's too old. Oh. Yeah, Von Miller wasn't even an I was just thinking of uh Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald there. I forgot. I thought you were thinking up. Yeah, yeah um, Von Miller sucks, but the big issue for the Rams right now has been is Matthew Stafford good enough to take them far? He's been kind of playing, I don't know, pedestrian, I guess. Yep. Last few, last few weeks. 
the start of the season, he was really good. And then recently, he's just been having a lot of bad decisions, throwing a lot of interceptions. Mm. Once a lion, always a lion. It's tough. Mm. Next one here. Um, um, all right. This team began the season red hot, but currently owns a three-game losing streak and are underdogs this week. They have a Pro Bowl running back who has just 700 rushing yards and an elite wide receiver who is currently on the IR. Is it Denver? Denver is not a top 11 team. Oh, are we doing only top 11? Yeah, just con- I'm de- contenders, Max. I didn't know that. <laughs> this entire time I had no idea. Max is guessing like Miami. Um, I had no idea. Elite receiver on injured reserve. Cardinals? Yes. Max is on the board. <laughs> yeah. um, so that game, Cardinals at Cowboys. Um, actually, Max, that might have been the game that's minus six. Maybe they're both minus six. Kansas City at, at – um, let me look right now, actually. Kansas City's minus five at at at, uh, at Cincinnati, and Cardinals are um, are getting six at at the Cowboys. Um, Ooh, that's a good spread. Yeah, so Cowboys racked up a lot of wins here, but um, they've they've played a lot of you know their division opponent opponents, the NFC East, which is not very good. Row, if you were to bet this game, would you what would you bet for Cardinals Cowboys? Cardinals Cowboys, what's the spread again? Minus six. Mm-hmm. Or Cardinals? No, no, for the Cowboys. No, I agree. I did the Cardinals get six points? I took the Cardinals in a teaser. I, I was going to say, dude, the Cardinals plus 12 in a teaser is a great fucking Wait, play. is it at the Cowboys? Yes. Yeah, I think Cowboys red. We them boys. We them boys. Yeah. Dude, they're not going to win by that big again. They're not going to. Wait, wait, what's back thinking? I would take them in a teaser, so they're plus like 12. Yeah, that's what I would do. I would take whatever Max doesn't take. That's what I'm gonna do. So you're taking minus 13, yeah. minus 12. Yeah. Whatever Max is. Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> Row would, would take. Row would take. Oh, I think the Cardinals plus 12 then. Baby. No, Row would take. Row would take Cowboys even, right? So just to win. Yeah, yeah. but you would have to pick another game. But yeah. 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 I like the Bucks minus five and a half against the Jets. That's the other game. Wait, the Bucks are only. Tacos trap, bro. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Bucks are minus 13 against Jets. All right, next one here. Um, the unofficial score right is John 3, row 3, max 1, um, I think. Um, all right, here we go. This team has a losing record against NFC opponents, has zero pass catchers who average at least 50 yards per game, yet has two pro bowlers on defense. Patriots. Yes. Um, yeah, zero pass catchers who average 50 yards per game. Um, obviously, our top receiver, Jacoby Myers, is just under – Hunter Henry, who's been good this season, nine touchdowns, was basically a non-factor against the Bills. That was disappointing to see. I also think to circle back to that game, having Kendrick Bourne on COVID, he came back for the game, but obviously couldn't practice with the team. So, therefore, Nikhil Harry to get more more time, which wasn't good for the Patriots. Um, but, yeah, Patriots there. Um, and Nikhil Harry fucking sucks. That drop he had. Fucking so bad. He's so bad. Yeah, he probably got cursed ever since Max reached out to him on Clean the Boards this summer, saying he hopes uh, he has a breakout season. Tough times for Nikhil Harry. Next one here. Uh, all right. We have, uh, we have four more. Four more. John's in the lead. This team lost a game in which they were a 15.5 point favorite. They lost a different game by 26 Box. points at home. And their two best defensive players are probably safeties. What'd you get? What'd you guess, John? Wait, safeties? I know they were like, I guess the Bucks, but Bucks are not it. Incorrect. You might be thrown off by the safeties thing, just because. Um, but just yeah, think no, of a team that right. think of a team that lost by twenty six points at home and lost a different game. Oh, the Bills. Yeah, Bills. The Bills. The fifteen. You're saying Player and Hyde are their best players. Yeah. yeah, I guess I'll agree with that. Without they're, the, White. they're the Pro Bowlers. Yes. Yeah. No, um, they are good. But. Because I was looking at their stats, and they don't have anybody who has more than four sacks. Obviously, you know, that could be a misleading thing. And it, it's more about pressures and, you know, QB hits and all that stuff. But, but yeah, I, I think that, you know, with all this talk about the Bills now being, you know, you know, might have some buzz for the AFC. I think it should be – I think it should be uh, illegal for a team to win the AFC when you lost uh, to the Urban Meyer Jaguars, um, just as a rule. So, now John's up five, three to one. All right, three more here. Four of the last six wins for this team have been by one possession, a one possession margin. 
They only have one pass catcher who has at least 450 yards, and they have a kicker who's missed nine field goals already. 49ers? Nope. Titans? Nope. Uh, what was the first one again? The margins were like within one possession? Four of their last six wins have been by a one possession margin. So eight points were less. Act, um, the last how many wins? Four of their Packers. last six wins. Packers. Yes, it is the Packers. Yeah, I know Lazard sucks and they don't have a wide up too. So yeah, so I was gonna mention that, John. The concern there, Devontae Adams is you know, is super elite. Um we should have got Will Fuller last year. I think that would have been a big addition, but oh Will Fuller. Does he still exist? Yeah, he's on the Dolphins. Is he playing? I know he was suspended to start the season, and I think he's injured. Oh, no, right. he's uh, – yeah, no, he's out for the year. He's been injured, yeah. Interesting. Um, I was about to say, like, watch him come back week 18 and porch, like, um, Miles Bryant for a 40-yard game when he touched down or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, John, Mason Crosby, for your Packers, missed nine field goals already, four of which are within 40 yards. Is that a concern for you? Yeah, definitely. That's a huge concern, especially in close games. But um, I don't know. I, I think fate just has Aaron Rodgers winning this, and I think he's just going um, to – Fate. Hmm, interesting. All right, two more here. This team has wins against the Cowboys, Patriots, Colts, and Bills, yet has a loss to the Washington football team. Bucks. Yes. Um, the other two things here. Their leader in targets, receptions, receptions, and yards is out for the season, and their leader in sacks currently has a sprain in two different ligaments in his knee. Those two players are, of course, Chris Godwin and Shaquille Barrett. Um, so Bijan, unfortunately, he's on his plane ride from Aruba uh, now or soon, so he can't comment on that. But, yep, there, there is Bucks. And then last one here, this team. So if you've been keeping track in your head, process by elimination, you would know who this is. Um, it's tough to do, but this team has losses to the Jets and, and the Texans, but also has wins against the Bills, Chiefs, Rams, 49ers, and the Colts twice. Their quarterback has just 15 touchdown passes with 14 interceptions. Wow, 14 picks? 49ers, Chargers, one of those two. No, no. Dude. <laughs> Titans. Yes, it's the Titans. Uh, the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Danahill. I didn't um, really know that. That was that's a very interesting stat. Yeah, Julio Jones has been basically non-existent. <laughs> AJ Brown just came back for them. Obviously, Derrick Henry's still injured, and yet they find themselves. John, what was it? Who who said it? Was it um? Was it Steve or was it James Yamartino who's very confident in the Titans randomly? Um, yeah, in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So they could be a sleeper team. Was wait didn't didn't they go to Arrowhead last season? Was it was that the conference championship game or was that two years ago? No, that was last year. That was last year. Oh wait, or was that two years ago? Good point. Oh no, that was when they beat the Tom Brady Patriots, the Logan Ryan interception, yeah. and they beat the Ravens, and then so wait, who? Oh, it was Bills last year in Arrowhead, the conference conference championship. Um, all right, so there are your um NFL blind resumes. So yeah, you want to segue into uh our third annual top. Top sports moments of the year. I have to read for Bijan as well. Who wants to start us off here at number five? Austin, you do, Bijan. All right, Bijan. Bijan's number five sports moment of 2021 is Jason Tatum's 50-point game against Brooklyn after we watched A Quiet Place Part 2. So, yeah, Jason Tatum scoring 50 points. That's Bijan's number five. Max? Uh, I already said this one last time, but I'll say it again. Tom Brady hammered at the Super Bowl parade. Mm. It's a good moment. Yeah, so there might be some crossover for the loyal listeners who also listen to the Thanksgiving episode for thankful moments. There might be some crossover. But, yeah, Rohit? That would be the uh, Jalen Suggs game winner. I wasn't a fan of the team, but that was a great sports moment of the year. Mm-hmm. When you were – even with you rooting for UCLA, yes? I got I to gotta give props. It was a very good, very good game winner. All right, John? I'm trying to find my fucking flights. Um. Number five, fuck. Shit. Honestly, one of my honorable uh, mentions. Yeah. Yep. Oh, go ahead, Bob. Oh, I was going to say one of my honorable mentions should have been any show in which John's prepared. Be a top sports moment. Yeah. Fuck you. All right. 
Number five for me was yeah, March. Oh, March Madness. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was stretching. Oh. Yeah, March Madness at five. John, got to be more specific. What about March Madness? Everything. The whole, right? I'm trying to find my flights, and I'm supposed to go January, January 3rd, and I booked it for everyone, and I can't find them. So I'm having a little bit of a panic moment over here. I honestly hit me with it. All right. My number five is the Bucks beating the Packers in a wild NFC uh, championship game. That was like early in the year. Remember the Scotty Miller play, the 39-yard touchdown at the end of the first half to put Tampa up 21-10. Uh, then they score again to start the second half. So Rodgers is down 28 to 10 at home. They march down. He hits Tanyan for a TD. Then they score again late in third quarter to Adams, but they missed the two-point attempt. So it's 28-23. And then, of course, uh, the LaFleur de- decision to kick the field goal on fourth and goal from like the eight-yard line, down eight. And so the Bucks ice it. Green Bay doesn't get the ball back, and they win 31-26. And that set up basically um, – Destiny. It's kind of destiny at that point that the Buccaneers were going to win the Super Bowl at home, uh, Tom Brady. So, yeah, that's a little foreshadowing as well. Let's go to Bijan. Bijan's number four, which is Giannis's block against the Suns. Great block, all-time block. I forget which one of us said here that it wasn't that great of a play. M- might have been John. I don't, I don't know. But no, I, no, I think I said it was a good play. But Bijan, that's his number four. Um, Max four, Jake Paul knocking out Tyron Woodley. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> so Max, did you um? Was it rigged? Or was it not rigged? Who knows? Yeah, that I was gonna ask you that, but um, I definitely wasn't rigged. No, nah, do you can tell he's gonna he's going for a body shot. So that's why he would just hand down and then he went up. That's what happened. He got his shit knocked. Yeah, so. his shit rocked. But Jake Paul does only fight wrestlers, not boxers. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the next step for him? Who's he gonna fight? <laughs> I don't know. He needs to just he needs to fight someone really good though. What if he fought um who's like who's like the scariest kid we know? Caster. Cost. <laughs> <laughs> rocking, bro. What'd be the odds for Jake Paul versus the cost? I'd say the cost would be a favorite first round knockout. <laughs> yeah, first 30 second knockout. All right, Roe, you're number four. My number four would be that's a little early. I'm going to the Mar Rosen and Lonzo signing for the Bulls. Best signing of the offseason, leading us to the two seat. About to be one seed, just give us some time. But, you know, it's giving me hopes to highlight my year. I would hate to be a Celtics fan. Imagine having a losing record. I would suck. Here's another question Who likes watching NBA basketball? It's a better question. I love watching Bulls basketball. Are you kidding me? I certainly do not like it at all. I hate it. Yeah, your team's booty. John, well, John, yeah, you mean you mean John's Lakers row? Is that your, what you're referring to? Yeah, I, I mean, I, both I, Lakers, Lakers are the worst team to watch. I hate watching Lakers play. They're the, they're the worst I, team. To watch. It's, like, uh, it's crazy is how like every team in the uh, West sucks, and like the Lakers are like the sixth seed, and they're like two games below 500. Yeah, yeah they're bad, bro. Well, the Grizzlies are good, right? The, the Warriors and Suns are elite. But, Cap season's over. That's tough. Ricky, Rio, yeah, Ricky Rubio. Season. Honestly, Cap season's over. That's Rubio fucking sucks. I don't want to hear it. No, John. Honestly, no, no. You really no, got injured in a game where you almost had like a thirty point double. Don't no, stop talking. Are the Celtics sixteen and nineteen? There's they need to fire fucking Ime Uduka. He's he's so bad. He's so fucking bad. John, would you? Oh like my to- gosh, that's another honorable mention. I'll leave it later. John, would you like to defend your take from last week that we didn't get to fully about uh? about what exactly you don't like about Ime and how you thought that he got hired primarily because he was black. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for uh, bringing that up. So, yeah, there's an article how uh, Celtics, like, inner circle, like, Jalen Brown is really prior- or prioritizing that the next head coach was black. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's not a bad thing, obviously. But um, uh, I, I think, like, just because they want, like, Obviously, they everyone wants more black coaches uh, to have equal chances, and but I think the Celtics really, instead of like pursuing a coach that fits the system, like Brad Stevens, uh, and like I think other like coaching options were a lot better than Ime. Uh, I think they really mainly picked him uh, due to his skin color because um, the Celtics wanted that. All the how. Uh, players from the Celtics wanted a black coach only. 
Get Jabrail. Jabrail's goaded. Yeah, where's Jabrail? Hey, Jabrail. Good so, time, yeah, Jabrail. Uh, other than Jabrail Jabrail Coy, who's elite. Um, Wait, let me just read something. Boston Celtics star forward Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, regarded as one of the most slotful players in the league, used his influence to take matters into his own hands, requesting that the Celtics hire a black candidate for their next head coaching position. Yeah, so what John's saying is true in the sense that um, the, the goal was to hire a black coach. For more context for the listeners – Eight of the nine, I believe, new head coaches this past offseason were black. The one uh, white coach being Rick Carlisle, who John mentioned last week, who got picked up by the Pacers. Um, Is he white? The Pacers have not been doing well this year. Um, For the record, also, I think, like, uh, the black coaches in the NBA – like I think Tyron Lue is a a great coach. Monty Williams is obviously a really, really great coach. Uh, Alvin Gentry, I think, is a good coach. Jason Alvin Gentry is not a good coach. Stop that. Alvin Gentry, is, I'm not being racist. Alvin Gentry is just not a good coach. I would say Nathan Miller way before Alvin Gentry. Alvin Gentry is a horrible coach. Stop it. No, yes, he is. When you have fans protesting outside the arena before the game, telling them to fire Alvin Gentry, that's tough. That's like almost as bad as Matt Nagy. So, Alvin Gentry now? He's in the King, who's the interim coach, bro. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And he's yeah, quote unquote yeah, very no. upset, but he shouldn't be because they, they just won and a game winner. And they want me some money too. So that clip today, he's just like so pathetic how they left the guy wide open. Yeah, yeah it was a good drive there by Fox to get him open. Um, but yeah, Rick. Uh, I think the hire of Ime to wrap a bow on this was to hold was to hold Jalen and Jason more accountable and to get more out of them because I don't. Th- I think that the the tenure of Brad Stevens was too long and he wasn't really getting to them as much as they think that, that they thought that Ime would and. I don't know what's going on right now, but um, I don't think that you can just put the majority of the blame of the Celtics season on Ime. I think it's well. Who's it on? Well, the team's probably better than last year. And the team fucking sucks. So fuck the Celtics. Let's get to that um, when we get to questions from fans of the program. There's a question about the Celtics. Smart sucks. They need to trade smart. All right, where were we? Are we on number four with John? I don't know where we. Because Roe just gave his number four, right? Yeah. All right, so John, you're number four. Uh, Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl. Wow, only number four. Interesting. All right, my number four is, you know, I like to, you know, include a lot of sports here. Number four, I thought, was Italy beating England in penalty shootout in the year finals. Calm down, calm down. No one cares. No, seriously, that was a big moment. You'll see that later in my list. Yeah, don't hate, don't hate. Um, Bijan has a, a lot of soccer in his in his list. Um, and yeah, <laughs> uh, obviously that that coach who subbed in those young players for England. Oh, yeah, such a good bag. That's such a good honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, you can we yeah stick around for the honorable mentions, people. But yeah, the England coach subbing in those young players at the end of the game specifically for penalty shootout purposes, and then both of them missing the their kick in penalty shootout created a lot of drama, and Italy prevailed and uh. Friends of the program like J.R. Caggiano and um, Evan Mayoni of a you know people of a of Italian uh, ethnicity very much liked that win for Italy. So that was that was fun. Um, as we go over to Bijan's number three, let me pull it up real quick. Bijan's number three is oh, get this: Italy beating England and winning the Euros. So that's Bijan's number three. All right, Max, your number three. <clears throat> uh, Giannis game six performance, the block, and the fifty points. Mm. Did you like well, the block was game four, right? But um, how about both game six? I believe the, the block was game four to tie the series at two. And then, oh, I'll, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, it's his finals performance, yeah. His finals performance. Did you like his uh 50 piece McNugget order? Um, after the game six win the next day, yeah. That was, oh, yeah, that was a good moment as well. Yeah, a 60 piece McNuggie. <laughs> All right, Roe, your number three. Number three is going to be, I say, Baylor beating Gonzaga in the finals to end Gonzaga's perfect season. Interesting. March Madness. You know, first March Madness in like two years because they canceled the old one. And I thought they made up for it. I thought it was very exciting to watch that all of it. Well, Providence is good at college basketball this year. 11 and 1. Yeah. 12 and 1. They just beat Seton Hall. So they're what? They're probably like 17 now. 
they're what ranked 18th or 21st or whatever they're after they beat they were 21 but they just beat seed wow. so they're, they're, as of right now they would be a top five seed wow top yeah seed. um so yeah seed hall just came off of like two weeks of code i think but um yeah providence with ed cooley doing well nate watson um aj reeves massachusetts kid all right john you're number three uh, the Italy uh, England finals and just the overall the entire tournament. All right, there we go. Uh, number three. All right, this one for me. Um, I don't think anybody else will have us on here. As we go over to the world of baseball, specifically the Red Sox, game three of the ALDS against the Rays. Um, this happened on Sunday, October tenth. Um, notable day. Hunter Henry, or not, not Hunter Henry. Excuse me. Top of the thirteenth. Um, Kiermaier hits a ball to right field um, and then it hits the wall, goes off Hunter Renfro and over the fence if it hadn't done that the Rays definitely would have scored the runner from first base and Kiermaier would have been at third base with a triple but because of the ruling, because it hit Renfro and went over the fence the umpires used their discretion and put the runners back on second and third base and then the pitcher Pavetta uh, triumphantly struck out the next hitter or next two, I believe, and um, got to the bottom of 13th, still tied. And then Christian Vasquez hit the walk off into the green monster to secure the, the win. And then we won game four to reach the LCS. So, yeah, that game three, I thought the Hunter Renfro play and then the Christian Vasquez walk off in the 13th inning was my number three sports moment of the year. And we go over to Bijan for his number two. Bijan's number two is. Um, classic Bijan here with his uh Lionel Messi bias, but Argentina winning Copa America was Bijan's number two moment of the year. Um, all right, Max, your number two. I have it, but I feel like I'm gonna get shit on for this. The Curry three point record. Oh my okay. I didn't know, but I kind of want to change it to Tom Brady Super Bowl, so I think I'm gonna change it to Tom Brady Super Bowl. All right, yeah. I'm just gonna kick it completely off my list. All right, because I'd, I'd curry the breaking record at honorable mention. It was it was a cool moment. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think I'm just gonna kick it off my list, put in the honorable mentions, and then put Brady Super Bowl at number two. All right. There we go. Um, all right, Ro, your number two. My number two, it was gonna be Tyron Woodley, but I'm just gonna go with one of my honorable mentions, and that's uh Derek Gross proposing to his uh future wife. <laughs> Yo, she nah, bro, which that's him. That's fine. Number two yeah. sports moment. Wait, so what, wrong, made, you, what made you think that Tyron Woodley was your previous number two sports moment of the entire year? Huh? I just thought it was a big, big moment. I don't know. I kind of had mine out of order. So I was like, why not? I should have put them in more better order. But I think number two is deservingly Derek Rose and his wife getting married. Or his fiance. Very nice. If, you, if you're listening to this you don't know what she looks like, please look her up and text me. Thank you. My number is 781-382-406. Just say thank you, and I'll be happy. All right. Moving over to John. John, your number two. Yeah, this is kind of a hot take, but I thought it was a really great game, and uh, I saw it had a record of viewership. So uh, I'm going to go with the Alabama-Auburn game. Bryce Young rallying Alabama to be Auburn for OTs. Yeah, that was a fun game. Uh, caught the end of it. Yeah, march down the field. Got the game winning, the game time touchdown. Then, John, are you a fan of the the college football, the new overtime rules that after goes after the second one where they just do two point conversions? Yeah, yeah, I think it's really interesting. Um, I I think if the NFL switched to that, I think teams could like even be prepared and target like players. Like I feel like Cam Newton would be very good in like a two yard setting. So I think it would be really interesting if the bees. I think. I, d- I think the NFL rules are fine for overtime, but a lot of uh, people are calling for change. So I think it would be interesting if they uh, adapted the college football rules. I would hate it if they if the game got decided based off of two-point conversion plays. Um, I think that would be very a very dumb way to decide a game. Instead of ties, I was thinking, like, what if, like, you, you either – there's a coin toss and you elect to take, like, a 50, like, eight-yard field goal or you defer. And, and that's how you, like, get ties, something like that. So then Justin Tucker would become an even greater weapon to have, I guess. Yep, I guess. Because most, I don't know, interesting. Um, all right, so before we get to our number ones, we do our honorable mention. 
stuff. Um, let's just let me read Bijan's first, and then we can go around and just shut him out and out of order. Um, so Bijan, some of his honorable mentions include Chris Paul taking over in the fourth quarter in Game Six against the Clippers. The Clippers coming back down from 2-0 in a two straight series. Um, uh, Anthony Davis, or as Bijan phrased it, A. Disney getting bitched around by DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> yep. Um, he also put down LeBron. <laughs> Shouldn't be laughing at this. He also put down LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> We're to get that, bro. I need that one. <laughs> he also put down LeBron getting injured as one. Oh, my God. <laughs> or um, man, what that or uh, for Roe, he let injured. Um, hey, that scores a lot of points. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he, he also put down uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez being traded to Boston. Oh, oh God. <laughs> um. All right, Max. What are your, some of your uh, honorable mentions? Well, we gotta get fitted up for this one. You got your Steph Curry record breaking three. I got them. Don't worry. Oh, that James Harden. Me. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick's dog at the computer during draft day. Mm. Uh, Katie's ashy legs. Mm. Sons and four guy. Mm. Bishop Sycamore. Mm. Uh, I feel like this one, uh, the big mom parlays. The what? You wouldn't get it. Big mom parlay. We are betting. It's follow on Instagram. Uh, Mac Jones. Isaiah Thomas comeback question mark. Austin versus Max in the finals of fantasy. Mm. And then uh, watching soccer in Bijan's basement over the summer with Bijan and Ro before Finn Gormley's. Mm. I know you remember that, Ro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bijan was so funny there. I don't know what he's doing. Know. He was so awkward. <laughs> he was so awkward. It's like, yo, can I read that? He's, like, he's in his own house and he's so fucking awkward. <laughs> he looked at me. He's like, that. I'm like uh, I don't care. <laughs> So, CCB Sabermetric, Isaiah Thomas was on the court last night for Metu's game winner for the Kings. That was... He was also on the court exactly 11 years ago when Tyreek Hill hit that half-court shot. You guys remember that? It was, like, one of Tyreek Hill's best plays, like a half-court, like, double-clutch shot where he stood on, the, like, the board. Or, like, it was, like, one of his best plays his rookie year. Isaiah Thomas was also on the court for that. And that was 11 years ago, exact day when he was rookie. Damn. Tyreek Hill? You know Tyreek Hill's like half court game winner against like Tyreek Evans. Football player, bro. What? I Tyreek Evans. I mean Tyreek. Yeah, Evans. There you go. Oh, Tyreek Hill's a football player. I, I, I like. It might have said no, he's a Hooper too. Tyreek Hill's a Hooper too. He's gonna play basketball. Dirty. Uh, bro, I thought I thought you this was some like long winded, disgusting joke about Tyreek Hill and domestic assault that you were going at. But no, I don't make those jokes. Don't about it. But no, Tyreek Evans game winner and Isaiah Thomas. It was that's just a fun <laughs> stat. Nice, Max. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, Ro, your uh, honorable mentions. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I have any. I'm going to go with Joe Johnson's NBA comeback because he's old. He's so old. He's like 41 or something. That's crazy that he can actually make a comeback. And, of course, it's something that signed him. So desperate. But I'm thank- uh, I'll mention that, that. I thought it was a pretty cool sports moment. Um, India getting – the uh, silver medal for field hockey, men's field hockey, also big news. Or the bronze medal, excuse me, bronze medal. That was also pretty big. And uh, yeah, those are my honorable mentions for sports moments of the year. Travis Scott. <laughs> All right, John. Yeah, I only have uh, one honorable mention, and that's Austin greening out and passing out over five. <laughs> Damn. John, you can't say you didn't do the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wow. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of how I should phrase that for the graphic, but um, it's Austin taking a substance. Austin experiments. Austin experimenting with full CTV podcast experiments, including Rohit. Right. with Tim with the CTV. <laughs> the um, that was a different night than the than the the Max and Row the the Carlisle Plaza shooting around, and then you went to Bijan's for Copa America, and then Finn's. That was different, right? Yeah, that was different night. That was way after it happened. You greened out like graduation or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, you want to get pass game tomorrow or Sunday? Mm -hmm. Sunday? Yeah, pass game. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because I kind of want to go. Wait, 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 wait. 
Is this different than the uh, the idea for uh, CTB going to the playoff game idea? I didn't even know that was an idea. Well, I talked to Anthony. Anthony doesn't want to go unless it's in Foxborough. Yeah, I would go, but if he had it, I, yeah, would everyone go to the? So I, I kind of want to. your tickets? Yeah, we're not trying to sound it, poor, but uh, get, like terrible seats. You know, in Buffalo, in Cincinnati, in Tennessee. Yeah, but flights out there are expensive now. It'll probably be probably be 180 for a bad seat. I would think. Are you guys all here for that weekend of 15th, 16th, 17th, or you guys are back at college? I'm back on the 17th. I'm back at like the 20 something. Doosh. Hey, Max. Doosh. Hmm. Interesting. All right. We'll talk about it later. Um, all mentions for me. Um, uh, clean the boards, winning a pickup basketball game against a team that featured Moose, Graham, Tucker, and Peter Upham. <laughs> Thought that was pretty cool. Obviously, we don't talk about that fifth player that they had, which was Roman or Coley. So I got to sag off and just get the rebounds to start the break. Um, the, 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 the Jalen Suggs game winner against UCLA. Um, nobody mentioned this one, but the Jorge Soler home run in Houston in game six of the World Series. I thought that was a pretty cool moment. Um, the Mac Jones draft night strut. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Justin Tucker, 66-yard game-winning field goal. Tiger Woods playing golf again with his son. Name, image, likeness being instituted into the landscape of college athletics. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Bill Belichick and the Pats winning a football game while attempting only three passes. Steph Curry breaking the career record for most threes made. And uh, the 6'5 guys intramural basketball team at Syracuse University upsetting the number four overall seed and previously 7-0 team players team, 21-19 uh, after being down 15-19, game to 21. I thought that was also an honorable mention for top sportsman of the year. Um, and so, yeah, with that, we go over to the number, the number one moments. I think a lot of us are going to have either the, the Bucks or the – or the other Bucks winning the Super Bowl in the NBA Finals. But um, Bijan had here his Buccaneers of Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl. Max, your number one moment of the year? I hate to say it again, but this, I'm going to say the this lacrosse team. CZ lacrosse team winning states? Yeah. As a follow-up, um, whatever happened to the uh, the beef with um, Longmeadow versus O'Rourke? Uh, nothing. Nothing? Okay. Absolutely nothing happened. There's some kid at Holy Cross, I think, was on the log metal lacrosse team. Yeah, All right, row your number one. Oh, here, Austin, you might have to meet that too. Yeah, I know. My number one was Ma Long taking home gold in the Olympics and establishing himself as the number one table tennis player of all time, wait, upsetting wait, wait. the current number one seed, which doesn't make any sense because he's the best player in the world. Rohit, uh, let me try to pull up this picture real quick. If, because uh, this was this was during the Olympics, yes. Yeah, this is during the Olympics. This is the Olympic finals. That was a great run by Ma Long. He beat one of India's best players of all time. A little salty, but it was again very excellent. Yeah, that was like five hours before the match too. I was I couldn't sleep. You're at you were up at two fifty four a.m. for this mm-hmm. moment. All right, let the listeners. This is this is gonna be a breakout video on Instagram. The listeners, this is Rohit's number one moment. He was up. That's dedication. Mm-hmm. John, your number one moment. Uh, can I switch mine? Oh wait, fuck. What was I just gonna say? Um, oh yeah, uh, I'll do. Um, I'll do. Uh, the Conquer Carlisle varsity basketball team beating a future high division one prospect in Sawyer Mayhew. Thanks. Um. Yeah, that was a great moment. My number one moment. Ah. Uh, Pretty straightforward. Tom Brady and the Bucks winning the Super Bowl in Tampa. Pretty cool moment. Seventh ring, the GOAT. Um, love to see it. So, yeah. Um, so that wraps up this version of Top Sportsman, top sportsman Moments of the Year. If anything crazy happens in the uh, college football playoff games tomorrow or when you're listening to uh, today with Cincinnati, Alabama, and Georgia, Michigan, um, sorry to those teams we couldn't get in. Do we want to discuss the professional basketball team who plays its home games in Boston for basketball or no? No. 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 Okay. That's a great moment. Max, I, that's a great moment right there. Who's behind them? Boston. Me. <laughs> I, wonder what happened right, I wonder what happened right after that picture was taken. What happened immediately after? Yeah, we actually zoomed into Marianne Gabby, um extra credit, or no, like review session. That was... <laughs> I think the only person who was on that was Iris Bergman, and we were zooming in from the, the pool there at Lifetime. 
Um, do you guys want to play a game called is that the is that a real player who got an NBA deal through the hardship exception or is it a fake name? Sure. I'll okay. be keeping up with it, so I should know. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Ro, I think Ro, Ro is the heavy favorite for this game. Um, all right, there's eight names. We're gonna go through it one by one. Every single man take a knife and wait, put that in my honorable mention for sports moments. Yep. Yep. Honestly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> the Woo Back Wednesday. Player number all one, right. Sophie Johnson. All right. Yep. Um, all right. Real or fake? Name number one, Devon Reed. No. Devon uh, Reed. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna get I'm really real, real. I'm gonna go with real because I don't fake. know if you can make up a name that actually fake, wait. Fake, 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 fake. I'm gonna go with actually fake. Real. It is real. Yeah. I think he's on the heat. I'm not sure, but he's real. All right. Name number two, Ramon Thomas. That's got to be real. Real, real. Fake. The answer is fake. Wow. You would go real fake, douche. Yeah, I had that sounds too made up, Ramon Thomas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Some of these names. Is that maybe? I, um, I might not be able to keep a straight face for and also the pronunciations will be messed up um, real or fake name number three Dylan cheat him real no real because that real. last name you definitely wouldn't have known it's real it's Bijan real or fake real or fake <laughs> this is this is almost like a uh, impractical jokers name game try not to laugh challenge um, real or fake? Hassani Gravet. <laughs> Definitely fake. Fake, dude. What's his name? No, fuck it. I'll go real. I'm gonna go real. Fake. It's real. Wow. That's a real freaking NBA player from the hardship exception. Yeah, I don't know I'm wrong yet. <laughs> um, real or fake? Name number five. Ade Murky. Fake. Real. Oh, wait. Hold on. Say it again. <clears throat> it's either Ade Murky or Aid Murky. Not sure. Okay. So obviously it's real because I'm so real. you didn't know the pronunciation. Oh, what? Good it's fake. It's real. Okay. Yeah. See, I can just tell off the way you say it. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's almost about, yeah, body language. Um, <laughs> <laughs> real or fake? Yvonne Brown. Fake. See, that sounds fake. Fake. Real, bro, real. It's fake. Rose just wrong every time. <laughs> right every time. And Rose wrong every time. Uh, I feel like I'm max gambling, bro. <laughs> 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 um, all right. Real or fake? Second to last name here. Whew. Miles Marcus. Real. Fake. Uh, fake. Yeah, that sounds made up. Miles Marcus, fake. Two first yes, dude. And last one here. Fake. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fake, bro. Last name here. <laughs> last name here. Jordan Shackle. Oh my god! Wait, I think I've heard of this guy. Wait, it's a real player. <laughs> I actually think I heard of Jordan Shackle. I'm on fake because you're just laughing too much. I'm on fake. I don't know. I'm not. No comment. Because I'm taking my undefeated record. And the real name is real. Real. That's a real player in the NBA from the hardship exception. So, um, congrats to Roe for, I think, going 0 for 8. I got oh, one right, bro. Kids, bro. Got one. All right. Oh, yeah. You got Miles Marcus, right? Miles Marcus. I got like everyone right. Or Yvonne Brown. All right. Um, this segues us into questions from the friends of the program. First question from JR here. Who are the top five fran- fans of the program? In parentheses, oh. I better be in this. But we have to put JR in it. He always interacts. No order. Yeah, JR will put. Um, I think King Grace, Brian. Brian. Roman. I think Cole Seifer. Roman. Put Ned. Brian Worth. Brian, I, Ned, I would say no Ned because he doesn't play. Uh, JR, shout out. 
I see another dinner. Let's go. Jack Henry, maybe? I think, yeah. Brian Worth, Jack Henry, Roman, Cole Seifer, uh, Brian, uh, and JR. I think that's that's fine. That's next. You have to cut one. I mean, uh, Evan oh, did buy a flag. Did we say the King Al? I think Al's <laughs> just a shenanigan of the program. Fuck you. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> what about Del, Del Duchetto? No, nah, Foe. Foe of the program. Okay. Oh, yeah. There was a Foe who, who replied to the, the, the story here. Oh, really? Wait, is that potentially new foe? Well, would you like to elect a new foe? <laughs> what? Um, what? No, 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 no. Don't, no, no. Awesome. Read the other fucking questions. So, if you if you got name dropped there, congratulations. If you didn't, um, you probably are a fan of the program. We just wait, wait, what did we say it was? JR, Ryan, Cole Seifer, Brian Worth, Jack Henry, Roman. That's six. You have to cut one. Who are you cutting from the top? Who are we five? cutting? Uh, I say Ryan. He says he listens to every episode. He, no, he doesn't. That's bullshit. Oh, let me let me give me a second. Yeah, definitely Jack. I'm gonna Henry. go look at the clean the boards comments and whoever the oh, I don't have Jack Henry is definitely oh. Jack Henry Brian Worth. Jr. I'm really gonna like go look at the comments and who's like the top Roman. Like, yeah, Roman and then Cole. Oh, yeah, Cole Seifer. Yep, that's our five. Are Jack Henry. No one's commenting. Did you cut? You cut Ryan? Christopher and Ryan. It's simple. Cut Ryan. All right. So Ryan gets cut. Same cock sound, but he's looking at part of the crew, so we can't say same. Yeah. Um, another question from JR. Why do the Celtics suck? Because um, they're a poverty franchise that can never get over the hump. They're also all egos. Yeah. I wrote down um, fourth quarter. Um, we have the second worst. Net rating in the league behind the uh, Nuggets are only one that's worse. Too much isolation basketball. And this is a big one. Lack of key defensive rebounding. We put up a lot of key offensive rebounds. That game last night um, gave up two. And then Eric Bledsoe, of all people, hit the dagger three. Um, they got a lot of second chance points. The yep. Celtics should tank for chat. Shut up, bro. Um, 22nd in assists per game and 22nd three-point percentage. Those were before the numbers from last game. Last night's game came in, of course, 442. So we probably dropped a few spots in the three-point percentage ranking. But yeah, assists and shooting. We just missed a lot of shots that we should be able to make. Um, we lo- I think we do let up a lot of quick runs, a lot of shots. And then, you know, we let up a lot of quick runs. And then they always cut to Ima Yudoka uh, being fed up. Uh, looking hey, fed up. He's always like this. Yeah, he's he's always got like that that frustrated, fed up demeanor, and he's walking the court as the team walks over to, for the timeout. And then I think another part of this is we have been injured and have been riddled with COVID this season, so not a lot of continuity. Yeah, every team has been like that, though. So who cares? yes, but the Celtics, especially Jalen Brown, out with a hamstring. This is now Marcus Smart with a hand, and obviously COVID has gone through basically the entire team at different points. So I I think that's a real thing. Um, question here from Jack Miller. What was John's role as a coach as at the last home game for CC, aka the Waltham game? What was your role? Um, yeah, so halftime adjustments. Obviously, I'm not gonna take a huge part of the coaching in the actual game. Um, but you know, halftime adjustments, I give my opinion on certain matchups, analytics. Um, what kind of analytics? Like defensive uh, lineups that are like best working, in my opinion, uh, the defensive, uh, uh, what's it called? Which defense to play? One, three, one, two, three, man, uh, who to guard who? Um, what's kind of hurting the defense in each spot? And uh, just what overall I would think as a player. Okay. That's a coach. All right. Good answer there from, from uh, Coach Boyle. Yeah. So, Jack Miller, fuck you. All right. Continue. All right, no, we like we like a middle middle time moment here on the program. Last question from Al. Uh, I had to go back and forth with him on this. He had to revise and edit it multiple times because his initial question was very dumb. So he settled on this: Would John start for CC if the lineup was Tyler, Liam, Ben, Al himself, and Carl? And my easy answer is yes, he would start over Carl. <laughs> Damn, yeah, get shit on Al. I agree. Actually, I said the same. Too many bigs. His whole point was, would John start as a guard, given that Ben is now a guard? <clears throat> I'm like, no, they probably, probably play Ben as small forward, put John yeah. at guard, and cook Carl out. Carl at what? They cook Carl out, move Ben to forward, oh, yeah. put John at guard. All right. Um, And the last segment here, if you want to do it, 
I mean, John did mention Providence out of nowhere, so he might be invested in the college basketball update this week. Um, how many undefeated teams are left? Yep, here we go. One. Row? Three. The teams, fuck. The Arizona lose. Yeah, I think it's one, right? Wait, who is it? The answer is four. I was closer. Fuck you. So, one fell last night. LSU fell. I watched that game. They played at Auburn. They started off down 18-1. to They were throwing the ball away, turning it over so many times. 0 for 11 on three-point shots. They just were very much rattled by the environment there at Auburn. Auburn, by the way, um, no masks at all in, in out of all the fans. So, Alabama staying Alabama on brand there. But um, credit to them. They made it a six-point game. But, again, key turnovers. Xavier Pinson for LSU kind of fought for them. But Auburn's a really good team right now. Um, Walker Kessler, the transfer from UNC, 11 blocks. They also made a key three-pointer. Jabari Smith didn't even play that well. The announcer was right on it. A quiet 16 points from him. Uh, Katie Johnson, I really like his game. John, you should you should watch Katie Johnson. He, he might remind you a lot of, of a lot of you. Bulldog mentality, um, kind of built kind of built like a football player. Team is he? Auburn. Okay. Um, yeah, kind of built like a kind of built like a football player, but he's he's good. So yeah, your undefeated teams left are Baylor, um, Colorado State, Iowa State, and um, USC. So that's our show. For John Boyle, for Max Topol, for Roby D'Souza. For Bijan Sharifi, hopefully safe traveling back to the States. Um, I'm Austin Barrick. Thank you for listening. This has been TTB 116. And we'll see you guys in the next year, 2022. Mm.